EFTM Tech Cars Lifestyle This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long EFTM Thank you for listening. Lovely to have your company. Oh, you're on the EFTM Podcast. Taking your calls. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Always happy to help. Um, we've got a few calls to get through today, talking about everything from Wi-Fi, satellite internet, smart TVs, Foxtel, uh, mobile coverage, and mobile phones. So many things to talk about. Lots of calls lined up, ready to go, and I look forward to speaking to each and every one of them shortly. I'm having a, um, a nostalgic couple of days here at the office. Um, summary, oh, it was bloody Stig's fault. Um, Stig was here on Friday last week, and uh, my son Jackson is now the warehouse manager here at EFTM, uh, trying to clean, clean up downstairs. Um, and we are going through boxes, and there were some VHS tapes. And I went, oh, oh, to look at those again. And I found my VHS player, and I hooked up my Elgato video capture. It didn't work. So I realised that they still sell the Elgato video capture, Went to Amazon.com, spent spent a couple of dollars and bought it and arrived like the next day. And so I've got the VHS plugged in to the Beast computer and I am ingesting VHS tapes. Now, I've hit a stumbling box. Some of them, the audio is not working. I don't know whether that's the setup or whether it's the heads need cleaning or what's going on, but I've, I've got a few. But what about this? <laughs> I have a videotape. I'm going to grab it. Hang on. I have a videotape. And this is how nerdy I was. I used a dot matrix printer. I'm pretty sure that is. And typed, like, put the, the, the labels, the sticker labels for your VHS. So to put it through the printer and line it up. News stories in brackets 1993. And this was tape number 38. Can you imagine what all the other rubbish was? Tape number 38 was news storage stories from 1993. I've watched a bit of this back and I'm going to clip a few of them up and I don't know, I'll share them on socials. I was taping everything. If tech, uh, no, motorsport, this is all motorsport based, right? It wasn't tech. If anything to do with cars or motorsport appeared on television, I taped it. I taped the Today Show and I was, and it looked like I was just a Channel 9 viewer, but back in the day, I only had Channel 9, MTN 9 out in Griffith. But in 1993, I taped. Sports Tonight, when they talked, Tim Webster talked about Formula One. I've got Wayne Gardner's stories. I've got a 60-minute story about Wayne Gardner. I've got motoring segments on the Today Show week after week with Jim Murcott. Like, I've got a year's worth of motoring stories and motorsport from the TV. It's crazy. And then, I'm really sad I've only got this one because I had heaps of these. And I'll take a photo of this somewhere and I'll put it up. Um, I've got a VHS tape label, which has got the sports sticker on it, which is the category sticker you got on your VHS. It's number one, but it might have been more. But it's, a lot of the text is faded. Um, but it says Shell, written in the kind of Shell style. I can see the CAMS logo written in, in pen. Um, Australian Touring Car Championship. Now, I put this in. I'm pretty sure this is the 1991 season. 1991 Tape 1. Shell Australian Touring Car Championship. I've watched a bit of this already. I ingested it. We're talking, uh, I've got Peter Brock, Dick Johnson, Alan Grice, uh, Mark Scaife, Jim Richards racing at uh, the first three or four rounds of the series. Uh, we've got Barbagello, uh, Lakeside, uh, Simmons Plains. And this is like, oh, my God. 
this is my era. Trevor Ashby, Steve Reader there, the GTR, Wayne Gardner, I think. No, sorry, Alan Jones appears in a Benton Hedges, uh, Sierra, no, uh, BMW, little M3. And um, at one point later, I got a news story about the Winfield Triple Challenge where Alan Jones appears in a, a big Ford Falcon, I think, alongside Glenn Seaton. I'm just going out of my skin. And there's a moment, I've got to find it, because I've, I've saved the whole three hours as a video file, now I've got to clip it up. There's a moment where uh, Mike Raymond and Neil Crompton, I assume, are in commentary talking to Peter Brock as he is racing, like in a touring car race, not Bathurst, in a touring car race, um, around Barbagello, and his gearbox gives way or a fuel pump gives way or something. And he, like he's literally live on It's just, man, and the steering wheel is just so big. And, oh, man, it's just so awesomely nostalgic. And it kind of reminded me, I didn't realize how easy it was to do this. You've got to have a VHS player. You've got to get the Elgato video capture, but then the software just plugs in. You press play, you hit record, and the software stops recording after three hours or however many minutes the VHS tape is, and Bob's your uncle. I am, I, you know, the best part is I thought I'd find a bunch of old ads, uh, classic you know TV ads, but I took the I paused it at the end. <laughs> so when they put the leaderboard up, you know Jim Richards in first, Mark Scaife in second, Tony Longhurst in third, I did pause. And then it'd skip straight to the out of the ad break. <laughs> Skipped all the ads. But I'm pretty sure on the Today Show tape, I've got all the ads. I saw a Nissan Pulsar. I think, oh, very good. So that's all coming, folks. <laughs> I'll share that stuff on socials. But let's get cracking with the EFTM podcast. Taking your calls. That's what we do on the EFTM podcast. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Com, just click on Ask Trev. Michael did that. G'day, Michael. Hey, Trev. How you doing, mate? Very well, mate. You're uh, you're in a nice little rural, regional part of New South Wales, which I drive through probably five, ten times a year. Yes. Love it up there. Not much driving through here at the moment with the uh, floodwaters around, but oh, I can imagine. Uh, yeah, Jeez. beautiful area. How have you coped? We've been, thankfully, not too bad, but uh, a couple of like about a kilometre down the road from us, there's uh, the road's been cut off to the neighbouring suburb, and they've uh, it's it's getting worse the further towards you get closer to Maitland. So it's um, yeah, it's pretty dire, but um, thankfully I've been pretty lucky where we are. So yeah, fantastic. All right, what can I do for you, mate? Uh, so I um, am a part of an organisation that runs uh, car rallies around New South Wales. So we travel to all the various sort of regions in, in New South Wales, and uh, obviously. Uh, mobile reception isn't always great. Yeah. Um, so we were looking at um, the Starlink uh, Wi-Fi um, yes. service to try and set up a sort of a Wi-Fi uh, network rather than you trying to rely on mobile data yeah, to, to access our systems. And we, our, our issue is, is we've got two sort of facilities we have. We may normally have our headquarters and then we have a separate uh, van that we use for our scoring facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not always in the same same location and we're wondering what sort of range the starlink system has to see whether or not if we got one unit we could cover the whole area that we normally operate what sort of area are we talking about like, what, what sort of distance between hq and the van uh, look the, the probably the, the furthest distance we'd have would be around about 150 meters it's a lot yeah it is. i yeah. mean so the thing is the there are a couple Oh, I'm just trying to think out loud. I mean, um, I set up a Wi-Fi network in our local sports oval canteen, you know, because the, during the baseball season we kind of run it all and it's all good. 
So I set up a little Wi-Fi network there so we could have a security camera. Um, and I was amazed that on the other side of the oval, now I'm not talking school oval, I'm talking baseball field, soccer, full length of a soccer field. Do you know what the length of a soccer field is? Um, I feel like it'd be nearly 100 metres, maybe. Nearly 100 It'd be meters, less, yeah. wouldn't it? Because the 100 metre track at the Olympics was outside of the, you know, like a soccer field. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'd get reception on the other side. But yeah. the thing is, I've got no doubt that you could buy a router. So bottom line, the, the reception from Starlink, probably not amazing. It's just a little little router. Um, yeah. But you could plug in anything into it and then use that for your Wi-Fi. So, for example, you yeah. could get a Starlink, uh, 800 bucks. You could pay you 140 a month for the actual internet and you could go into RV mode, um, which is a bit more expensive again. I think it's 10 or 20 bucks a month more, but it means you can go anywhere. Just keep moving around and not having to update the address. Um, yeah, the RV mode is what we were looking exactly. at. Exactly. Yeah. And then and then you could plug into it a Netgear Orbi or, or just a mm-hmm. Netgear Nighthawk with antennas and you know maybe point them that way. And you could, you could try your luck, um, but you're going to be at the very end of the Wi-Fi. It's going to be not amazing. And it... Unless you could, unless you had a point in the middle, like another point at fifty meters that you could run a, you know, like if you had a mesh system like an Orbi, you could run one of the nodes there and then another one in the van. They'd they'd talk to each other and create this little kind of relay effect. But you'd need you'd need it in the middle, in between the the zero and the one fifty. Yeah. Um, because so I, I was looking at whether or not a, an Orbi might work, and and what that was going to be my next question is if if we did have an Orbi, what sort of range do they normally have? So I've got an Orbi at home, but obviously it's only going from Exactly. So, you know, if you if you imagine you'll get range from your Orbi, if you turn off the satellite or two satellites that you've got and just use the router and then walk 30 metres from your home and see how much Wi-Fi you get, you might be on one or two bars. Now, that yeah. theoretically means you could, if you put a PowerPoint at that point, you could put a satellite in, uh, an Orbi satellite, that is not a Starlink, an Orbi satellite, and it would pick up the signal and it would create a wider network. It wouldn't it probably would say to you, we don't like it. It would probably say, I'm not, it's not coping well. It's not going to create the best speed, but it yeah. would work. Now, like if I was setting this up, cobbling it together the way I cobble things together, I I know for a fact, and uh, let's keep this between you, me, and a couple of people here. You know those big battery camping, big battery pack things that are becoming very popular right now? Yeah. I, I think that by Father's Day, you'll find some very affordable versions. When I say very affordable much more affordable than the big brands that are in the market now will come to market. So, yeah. you, I mean, you could you could run one of those and and have an Orbi at 30 metres and another one at, at 60 metres and then have the final truck at 100 and you'd have yourself a solid network. It'd be amazing. But yeah. it's a bit weird. It's a bit cobbled together. Bottom line answer to your question is the, the Wi-Fi from Starlink won't be great. Adding a, a, a high-performance router would be what I'd be looking for you to do. I couldn't tell you... Um, I couldn't recommend one to you because everything I deal with is very home-based. You'd be looking yeah. for a kind of farm point-to-point solution. It feels like it's going to be more complex than just trying to have the van closer to the HQ. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Ideally, that, that's the idea, and that's where we normally do put it as just depending upon where our um our main service point in. That, that's where the scoring van is. To obviously and, you know, the other the thing is the, the scoring van may may end up just relying on the 4G. And yep. and the HQ runs the Starlink because, mate, it'll be it'll blow your mind how good that thing is. It's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, no, oh, that's right, fine. Mate, that, not that's, the answer you wanted, help, but so. I think it'll. I think it'll help. I think you'll 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 get a good result from the Starlink at HQ alone, and then yes, yeah, you'll just work out at which events you run them together, and at which events you still run a four G. Four G if it's outside that zone. Yeah, that's good. All right, idea. mate. Good luck. Excellent. Thanks, all all right, mate. Stay well, stay dry, and hope everyone's okay up there. We'll do. Cheers. Thanks, Drew. Cheers, mate. No problems at all. Um, it's a kind of interesting problem. <laughs> We've got this abundance of connectivity. Um, we can now be connected in more places at more times in more ways, um, but it, it becomes more challenging when we try and push the boundaries of it. Anyway, Starlink is awesome. Uh, I've reconfigured mine now to work at my brother's address because uh, I took it out there and it wouldn't work because it was configured for my mum's address. So I've reconfigured it for my brother's address so that at the end of July I'm going to take it out there and do a little test just for a bit of fun. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. And thank you for listening. Trev along with you, taking your calls. If you've got a question, just go to the website, EFTM.com. Click Ask Trev. Steve did that. G'day, mate. How are you doing? Good, mate. How are you? Mate, I can't complain. Uh, what can I do for you? Mate, um, I'm just ringing up to um, get a bit of info on internet connection. What would be um, in your recommendation or your experience? Um, a good um, provider that's um, not going to cost me the earth and can do the job. So what are you looking for from it? Uh, mainly just for um, home internet um, and our mobile devices. So when we're on uh, on the internet and so on for banking for security and so on, so we don't get oh, scammers right. and internet all that sort protection. Of stuff. So you want you want device yep. protection for scams yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like that. Look, I always say when it comes to what used to be antivirus back in the day, but now it's pretty much just internet security. Um, there's four big companies: Norton, yep. Kaspersky, McAfee, and Trend Micro. Now okay. I use Trend Micro, and they're a, a sponsor of mine, which is which is good. Um, I've used their products for years now, and I, I do love the fact that I probably use it more on my mobile than I do on my computer. But it okay. is um, it, it is also a thing that if you they've got a tiered system now where their their biggest tier gives you this box you put at home, and that box plugged into your home network and once configured protects everything at home including the Xbox, for example. So okay, think yep. about it this way. If your kids are in a chat or something on Xbox and they, they get told to go to a website and they open up a browser and they go to the website, there's no protection there at all. It's an Xbox. But yeah, with, yeah. with Trend Micro home network security um, on their, their biggest plan, so it's literally a physical box that you have to plug into your home network and configure. Um, with that, you, you've got protection of that as well. So it's called, okay. it's called Trend Micro Device Security ultimate um, at home and on the go and then it, it's bundled with what they call home network security and so that's the box that you sit at home but then on all your devices you can also then install the software which comes as part of it um, because and the best example I can give you if you need to get this past the Minister for War and Finance is when you get a text message that says I've got a parcel waiting click here and you click here not thinking about it it will stop you from going to a scam website so it will, okay. it will yep. essentially go hang on mate Listen, Steve, that's a that's a dodgy website. Don't go here. So it's a level yeah, yeah. it's a it's a level of protection for the things that are actually risks today. Viruses aren't right. risks as much anymore as they used to be. So no, mate, no, no. We found that ourselves. Well, we we get that many sort of scam emails and yeah. scam phone calls, and you know, it's just um, I think I've had two today so far. And you got so, kids, yeah. you say? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. look, the kids the kids have got to learn, but you know, it's hard to teach them about links and clicking on on emails and stuff. It's not going to stop anything coming in. It's not going to stop the emails or stop the SMSs or stop the phone calls, but it'll stop you having a negative 
outcome from them, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah Trend Micro would be my suggestion. Uh, think of it like, you know, home insurance and car yeah. insurance. Okay. It's, you know, an underlying part of what you do on the internet. Steve, good luck. Beautiful. Very good. Cheers, mate. My pleasure, mate. Thank you for calling. Thanks, mate. Uh, if you've got a question like Steve, just go to the website, eftm.com. Happy to help anytime. Uh, and, yeah, I, I, as I say, you, you put that stuff on your mobile phone. A lot of people don't think you need it, but it's just peace of mind. It really is. And, look, that one time, that one time you click, that's all. That's, it pays for itself. Simple as that. Get in touch, eftm.com. Trevor Long, taking your calls. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, eftm.com. That's what Glenda did. Glenda, g'day. How are you? Good, thanks. How what? You go? I'm very well. What is your drama with technology? My brain bleed is, at the moment, uh, trying to get a newly installed Hisense TV mm-hmm. Connected to Foxtel Go app on right. Apple TV, which is also brand newly purchased. Right. Trying now, to make that happen in, like, I, I spoke to Foxtel Faults and they said that the app that came with installed on the Hisense is Foxtel Now, but I need Foxtel Go. Wow. I mean, Foxtel tech support is... Horrible then, because and it's annoying, it's confusing, and I'll I'll join you in that because what happened was back in the day they had a um, essentially a service called Foxtel Now, which was its own subscription. It was its own thing, separate to having a, a Foxtel at home, and then they launched a Foxtel Go app, which was the way that people that had Foxtel at home got access to the things that Foxtel Now customers got. Confusing as all heck. Do you have a Foxtel box at home? Yeah. Yep. So you've got a good old-fashioned Foxtel box, like satellite or cable connected, is it? Satellite. And it's on Platinum HD, which includes multi-room, which the Foxtel lady said is okay for the separate room. Do you have your Foxtel uh, login? You know, username and password, an email address and a password. Yeah. And and what happens when you put that into the Foxtel app on the Hisense TV? Into the TV, it says that you need a Foxtel subscription, multi-room subscription, and, and I already have. So, so I, I reckon actually. It's a pain in the neck. And, from and, the, and are, no. you getting, are you getting the same error when you try and use the Foxtel app on an Apple TV? no. No, no, it won't work at all. I can't get it, uh, even a Foxtel app on the Apple TV. I haven't used an Apple TV for a while for Foxtel, so let's just park that one for now and deal with the fact that you've got a beautiful new Hisense TV. It's brand new. It's not just someone else's that you've installed. It's brand new TV, yep. yeah? Yep, bought um, it like a fortnight ago. I can tell you right now that the Foxtel app on the Hisense TV definitely works. Um, and it's really just about whether or not your account is compatible. So my, my thought is that you're pulling hair out for no reason and tech support are giving you a couple of bum steers. Firstly, they shouldn't be worrying about what the app is called at all now. It'll just work. But I feel like your account isn't 
working. I feel like your account is not activated for multi-room. Because what used to happen, and it's been a while since I checked this, I'll be honest, Glenda, but I'm going to find out. What used to happen was you had to have a second Foxtel box in your house to then get access to the multi-room features of the app. So you had to pay an extra fifteen dollars for yeah, that extra. That's route. right. It's crazy. We used to have it like that set up in Onslow when we lived up there. Yeah. But now at home we're trying to get the house technolized. Yep. If that's such a word. Bloody oath it is. Um and also I told the lady too that we have a Foxtel box. I mean a Telstra TV. TV. Yep box and she said that that also has the Telstra now was you got to have Telstra uh, te- Foxtel go and you're spending a lot of money with te- with Foxtel here aren't you oh, that's only half the problem um because the internet's another issue I don't really want to get into because it's just bleeds my brain to the max that I feel my soul leaving <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I hear you. Well done. Um, I'm not a nerd. I've got the glasses, but I haven't got the buck teeth, you know? You know, what I I think this is a real um, failure of technical support at, at Foxtel for someone who's probably spending well over $100 a month, it sounds like, on, on Foxtel. Um, yeah, she said that even the, the Telstra TV box won't work that has Foxtel on it as well. That that won't work because it's got Telstra now as well. So it's sitting idle doing nothing. Yeah. I, I, so here's what I'm going to do. I am going to represent to Foxtel on your behalf um, and I'm going to ask that they firstly check your account um, and that it should work on the Foxtel Now app on the Hisense TV. And then I'm going to get them to talk to you about that and through that, because I, I honestly think you're doing everything right. I don't think you're doing anything wrong. Uh, technically, I think you're nailing it. But I think there's something at their end. I reckon your account is not enabled for the apps. That's what I reckon. I reckon yeah. I reckon they've not ticked that box or something's happened where it was ticked and it's not now, something like that. And I think that it's it's you'll pull your hair further out if you just keep going with this when it's actually, yeah, no, in my I've- view, probably not at your end. I went on YouTube as well, yeah. right, to see how to do it, and it said make sure that the AirPlay um, box is ticked on your settings, and I've done that on both on the Apple TV. I've been through the. You don't TV. need AirPlay. You don't need AirPlay. This is the you this know, is the great thing. Sure you don't need right. AirPlay because you've got the Foxtel app. That's what's great about it. You can just use the Foxtel app to access live channels, on-demand content. It's all there. It's easy. It's just a username and a password, an email address and a password. That's all you need. So, Glenda, hang, stay there. Let me just off air get a little bit of extra detail from you so that I can send it to Foxtel and we'll try and resolve the problem for you, okay? Thank you. All right, good on you. You stay there for a second. Um, and I'm just frustrated, by the way, technical support and customer service don't actually get customer satisfaction. It's It's frustrating. But I know someone at Telstra who might be able to escalate it a bit for us and hopefully that will help. If you've got a tech question like Linda, go to the website, EFTM.com. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Keep going with calls. G'day, Colin. Yeah, how you going? Real good, mate. What can I do for you? Yeah, just a, 
having a look at uh, some uh, our mobile plans are getting a bit there on the Telstra yeah. and stuff like that, and I see Aldi have got some mobile plans out there. I was just wondering uh, what your thoughts are on them and, and the reception from there. How much data are you using every uh, month, do you know? Oh, very little. Yeah, we you know, hardly ever use any, probably about... Four gigabytes at the most. So four um, four gigabytes is ideal for the lower plans. You're curious that there's the cheapest plan at Aldi is fifteen dollars for three gigabytes. So it's just kind of under where you are. But the yeah. next the next one up will give you breathing room. Twenty five dollars a month for twenty two gigabytes of data. More than looking, enough. More than looking, enough. I was looking at the uh, my wife and I are on the same plan at the moment on Telstra. So how much you she, paying? She, we're paying uh, nearly sixty bucks a month each. Yeah, no, no, it's a, it's a it's a business. It was a business plan, but ah, it's okay. but it's it's the two of us are on the on the on the one plan. Mm. But she she's only got two gigabytes, and and I'm I'm on uh, forty at the moment. I okay. think yeah, yep, yep. Um, yeah. you know, but the that, LD one, we, we, the amount we use, the LD one, we, we could go down to nearly, you know, forty-five dollars or something. There's a They've family, yeah. There's a family plan, forty-five bucks, um, to up to two services, forty-four gigabytes of data. It's way more than you need. Um, mm-hmm. Look, so basically, yes, you're going to save money. That's awesome. Um, it's the Telstra network, so brilliant. The difference is, and this is a really fine print thing, but essentially Telstra. Um, make make these carriers like Aldi and Woolworths say things like uses part of the Telstra network, right? Yep. Yeah. That doesn't mean you drive outside of the city and it just stops working. It means that in the most remote of areas, it, it might not have coverage. Like we're talking the very fringes of their network. It's it's broadly and generally the Telstra network. What's your kind of what the movements? Do you move around a lot? Are you travelling? You know. Uh, in the bush, much? Well, how do you how do your movements fare out? Well, or, originally, I, I did a lot of stuff. Uh, I had a business, and it was in the bush, and it was in the city and stuff. And I stayed with Telstra because of that reason. Yeah, yeah. But at the moment, the only time is we might go for away for five or six weeks, go across and up the west coast or something like that. Yep, yep. Yeah, but Telstra miss out on some of the spots there themselves anyway. Oh, no, I was just going to say, you'll find when you do a good drive, you'll realise there's a bunch of places where Telstra doesn't have a network anyway. Um, yeah. So look, I think that whenever you're in a uh, you know populated area, whenever you're in a you know caravan park area, or, you know whenever, wherever you're where there's more more than two other people, there's going to be Telstra coverage, and so you'll be fine. So, mate, I think the the ability to save fifteen odd dollars a month, which I mean, let's think about it that that works out a lot per year. Oh, um, it's brilliant. To be fair, I think no, I think it's it's what was I just have to talk about it. Totally out build, totally build it. Between hers and mine, I think it's it's more up around the eighty ninety dollars. Well, mate, I mean that's yeah, that's, that's huge. A, that's a nearly that's a huge saving. Yeah, huge saving. And hold on to the phone you've got, and yep. put put that money. You know, I don't know how you operate your finance. Put that money so yeah. that you know that when when you do need a new phone, you know that you're you you don't need to go on a contract. You know, yep. a you don't need to buy a fifteen hundred dollar phone. You can buy a five hundred dollar phone, and b mm-hmm. you've been saving all that money towards that, let alone for other things. So. Mate, I think you'd be very happy on the Aldi network. If you have any concerns, any concerns at all about the the kind of network coverage side of things after you've used it for a while, then the one alternative is called Boost Mobile. Boost, um, yes. Boost Mobile operates on the full, a total exhaustive Telstra network. Um, mm. And the the one I would draw you to their attention there is their their twelve month plans. So you pay yes. two hundred bucks for 
12 months coverage and you get 140 gigabytes of data. Oh, yeah. Right? So so because it's the Telstra network, you know what you're getting, so there's no issues there. Um, that works out at $16 a month, mate. That's 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 So I'd have to that's take two separate, pl- exactly. two separate just, plans, just one get for me two, and one for the wife. Two SIM cards yes. from Boost Mobile, and it's $16 mm-hmm. a month each. That's $32 um, a month. A month. Yeah. It's even cheaper than the Aldi because you're committing up front for 12 months to Boost. Well, that's um, fair enough. Now, yeah. when you do it, when you do it, and this is a real important tip for anyone listening about Boost, Boost is essentially just Telstra with a different marketing company, and so mm-hmm. it's not as—it's actually not as easy to switch from Telstra to Boost as it is to switch from Optus to Boost. But it's, you just need to do it over the phone. Like you have to make a phone call, and they—they they do a transition that way because you're essentially a still be—you're still a Telstra customer um, when you're a Boost customer. But don't worry—you can still switch. You can keep your mobile number. You can get two SIM cards. And you can switch your switch over and look at those savings. You're paying four hundred bucks a month, um, four hundred bucks a year for for mobile coverage when you're currently spending maybe, you know, a thousand. Yeah, nearly. Yeah, well, we're paying nearly, nearly. My wife put it here. It's actually hundred and four dollars a month. We're Holy paying, yeah. Jarus! Look at that. Yeah, yeah. One hundred and four dollars a month. Yep, for the two for the two of us at the moment. Yeah. And we're mm. gonna we're gonna save you eight hundred and forty eight dollars if you go to yeah. Boost. What's your fee? Mate, I, my fee <laughs> is, is your satisfaction. That sounds fantastic. Yes, thank you. All right, mate. Put that money aside so that you know you're ready to buy a new phone when you need it. But broadly, yep. mate, save the money and enjoy the travels, mate. Boost Mobile. Thank you very, very much. All right, Colin. Good luck and enjoy. Thank you. Good on you. Oh, man. That's insane. I swear to God at the start of call, he said he was spending 60 bucks a month. Then it turned out to be 104 Wow. My mind is blown. See, I say this all the time. You can save money. Oh, man. I mean, I reckon if I won Lotto, I would dedicate a day of my week to just knocking on people's doors and going, can we try and save you money? Like, I'm not, I don't want to earn any money. I just want to save you money. I want you to save money. Far out. Man, it's amazing. Anyway, there it is. (laughs) Saving money every day. All right, let's keep cracking on with calls. G'day, Dave. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, real good. What can I do for you? All righty. So, mate, I've, I've just been following you along and was curious about um, Boost, of obviously, with um, a, a different provider and just over their sort of current mate, position. I've literally just... gotten off the phone from someone two seconds ago um, with oh. a very similar conversation. So tell me straight up, what are you spending per month today? Uh, 10750 $107.50? Yeah. Does that yeah. include a mobile phone? Yeah, it does, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and have you, are you coming off a contract? Where's that situation at? Um, No, still on it. I, I was thinking of, of paying it out, mate, to be honest, and then yeah, okay. um, going, so up, what, going on. So what component boost. of that is the mobile? Uh, 55. So 55 is the handset? Yep, yep. Okay. So your, your mobile data costs, your plan yep. costs are $52.50 per month. Yep, yep, for how 80 much, gig. How much data you get? You get 80. How much are you yep. using? Uh, mate, I've, I've been tracking it about 14 or 15, maybe. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. Um, so, yeah, so you've looked already at Boost, have you? 
Yeah, well, I, I was listening to, I've been listening to you for a fair while with um, our mate Lukey Boner of a morning yep. and other other bits and pieces, and um, yeah, you just seem to give them a, a fair rap. So I just thought I'd I'd get the um the information and see whether it is worth doing. Well, mate, so let me just work this out here. You're getting you're using around fifteen gig a month, right? Is that yeah, what we're yeah. saying? Yeah, so, yeah, that'd be the absolute maximum. Well, that's a yeah. hundred and eighty gigabytes per year. Yeah. So you would, you know, there's two 12-month plans with Boost that you mentioned, Boost. So there's two 12-month yep. plans. Obviously, you need to – I would normally recommend people try a new carrier for a month or two before they commit to 12 months. But yep. you're already on the Telstra network, I think, aren't you, anyway? Yeah, yep, yep. So you kind of know the network. You know what you're in for. It's no big deal. Um, you're currently spending $630 a year yep. on, on data, just on yep. data. That's not with the handset. You're – You'd be paying three hundred dollars for the year and getting two hundred and eighty gigabytes of data when you only need one hundred and eighty. Yep, yep. So because if you go down to two hundred dollars a year, you're going to get yep. one hundred and forty gig, and then you're kind of you're on the edge. You know, it's like, dude, True. I, I mean, it, it, yep. you know what happens though? If it if it takes um, eleven months to use the hundred and forty gig, then you just renew for two hundred. So you're basically paying two hundred dollars for eleven months instead of twelve. Yep, yep. So anyway, you you can work that out, but I mean, just go the three hundred. You're still you're saving three hundred and thirty dollars a year, instantly. Yep, yep. absolutely. So, mate, yep. as I said in my last caller, um, Dave, the the only issue, the only difference with switching from Telstra to Boost is yep. that you you can't just do it over the internet. It kind of it says no, we can't do this. You have got to ring up. So you got to ring up and do it because you're essentially moving from one arm of Telstra to another. It's complicated. Oh, okay. And if you've got yep. like a Telstra ID right now. You, yep. It's the same login. Like you use the same login. Oh, the, okay. The website, like the the app, looks exactly the same. Like I, yep. I was blown away when I used Boost. How it was just Telstra, but instead of the blue, it's orange. Um, okay. Yeah. So, mate, that's the only hassle is that you can't just do it. You know, over the phone and port your number. You've got to physically yep. speak to someone. No big deal. You're saving uh, 300, 330 bucks a year. Yeah, how much? Do you know how long you got that. left on that phone? Uh, I think uh, about twenty two months. Oof. So you are you're gonna take a hit yeah. up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not yeah. like that's you're only paying it off anyway. So I mean you could theoretically take the hit on a on a credit card and pay 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 it off per month just at a higher rate. Yeah, yeah. And then and then yeah, and then I'm I'm gonna be well and truly in front after that. Yeah, hold on to that phone for longer. You get the better value out of it in the longer term, and man, you'll yep. be renewing for twelve months every year. And look out the other thing is look out for deals and bargains when they come up on the twelve month renewals. Yep, beautiful. No, I appreciate it. Excellent. Mate, fantastic. Good luck. Thanks for listening to Lukey Boy on the Night Shift, mate. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, hope hope you enjoy that extra 300 bucks in the kicker. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Appreciate your help. Cheers, mate. Anytime. Thanks. Good on you, mate. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there you go. Two in a row. Boom. <laughs> saving money left and right. What have we saved? $1,200 so far. Sorry, Telstra. Sorry. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Trevor Long, taking your call. You've got a tech question, go to the website, eftm.com. Happy to help at any time. Barry's on the line. G'day, Barry. G'day, Trevor. How are you, mate? Really good, mate. What can I do for you? Mate, I've got a Mint phone. Um, I bought it when I heard you mention it on the telly, and, and I've got it. It's been a brilliant phone. My granddaughter loves it. She wish she hadn't had an Apple. She had a Mint. But the yeah. trouble is wow. now they're not selling any for 12 months. Well, mate, I'm firstly, I'm delighted to hear that. Um 
it was kind of a risky one at the time because they were a new company, new phones, cheap phones too. Um, and I'm so glad uh, that it was fit for purpose, essentially. So so you're right. I haven't heard from Mint in, in a while. I would suggest they found the market harder than they thought it would be. Uh, getting into retail is very hard. So they're selling direct. A lot of issues, a lot of challenges, mate. So the good news is there's a lot of affordable phones out there. What's your budget? What are you looking for? Well, I think this was 500, I think, complete with everything yeah, cover and everything. I think mm. I paid for yep. it. Yep. And yeah, honestly, it. Um, I had three Apple phones, and honestly, the three of them blew up. They were no good. Uh, right. And um, my granddaughter, she's got a, an Apple, the latest Apple, and she had to. She came over here and tried to reset this phone. And she, when she got it all reset and everything else, she said, "This is better than my phone. It works quicker." So, what do you use it for? What are What are the things you use on the phone? What are we looking for in a new phone? Mainly, I just I ring and ring an answer, um, but I also Google. Um, I don't do Facebook on it much, mm. uh, and do photos and send pictures. That's about it, mate. Beautiful. Well, mate, I think that we can we can get away with the same amount of money or less. Um, there's a couple of great brands out there. Um, Samsung obviously is is one of the biggest brands in non Apple phones, and they do have phones at four four nine. Four ninety nine. They have a, pretty much a phone in every price point. Um, I would personally, if I was you, and it's great that you're in the Android ecosystem because every phone you get now, other than an iPhone, will feel the same, look the same, work the same. Um, you know, essentially, the Oppo A ninety six would be a really nice option as well. Um, the A ninety six. I'm thinking it's about three fifty odd dollars. Um, so essentially, we're talking about. I'm oh, sorry, four fifty is what I meant to say. Four fifty dollars for the Oppo. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just looking on the JB Hi-Fi website because it's I, I'm a nerd and like to scroll through it for people like you. And I go, <laughs> if I was to narrow it down, there's there's some nice nice Motorola's in that price point. There's the Samsung, and then there's the Oppo A96. I'll tell you what I like about the A96: big camera lenses. Um, I think the camera on that will be. Way better than what you've got today. I think the screen on it will blow your mind, and I think it'll be a lot snappier performance too. That's the Oppo ninety six. A ninety six, mate. Yeah, JB Hi Fi. I've got them at three ninety nine. Uh, now that I look at the right listing, three ninety nine. They come in black or a sunset blue. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> you sound like a sunset <laughs> blue kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, was it your granddaughter you said that liked the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah mate. She yeah. might like the sunset blue. Yeah, probably. She, no, she's a, she loves pink, mate. Pink. Oh, no, no, no. Pink, no. pink. sorry, mate. There's no pink in Oppo uh, A96. <laughs> but, mate, I genuinely, um, you know, I, I'm, I, I'd like to say I stand by my – I'm glad the Mint worked well for you. If, yeah, you've got a good life yeah. out of it. What's that two – that'd be two and a half years ago now, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, mate, except, except for the touchscreen, it, it's been brilliant. You know, like – and I keep resetting it. And I, as I said to them, how long before he's going to start selling again? And – I said, because I'm getting a callus on my bloody finger from touch, 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 trying to get it to work, you know? And look, I think that that shouldn't happen, to be honest. And and yeah. if it was a more more expensive phone, I'd tell you to get that sorted under Australian consumer law. But in reality, what you've spent, what you've got, the life out of it, I think you're in a good space. This oh, yeah. $400 phone will, I think, treat you better and it will last longer. All right, yeah. Okay, All right, mate. mate. Mm-hmm. No what you, worries. What are you off to buy? The Oppo A96. A96. <laughs> All right, Trev. Thank you very much for that, mate. Good on you, Barry. Anytime, mate. All right, mate. Thanks, Catch mate. You on Cheers. Good on you, mate. Cheers. And uh, yeah, if you got a question like Barry, um, there you go. Oh, I 
honestly hadn't heard from anyone who had bought uh, the Mint phone. So that was uh, was good to hear from him. And uh, I'm glad he had a good experience. That's a good thing, folks. It's a great thing. EFTM.com, if you've got a question, um, happy to help, as you well know. This is the EFTM podcast. Oh, just as I finish recording, just as I finish recording, the parcel arrived. My man from TNT arrived. The AirTag keyrings have arrived. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. For what I paid for them, they're pretty good. Um, super pumped. They're cool. They're awesome. Uh, seven different colours. Just looking uh, at the photo I took. Um, you know, I'd call it green, but it's it's not a bright green. Um, someone will name it for me. Black, yellow, red, maroon, uh, dark blue. Not quite midnight. Orange. They're the seven colours. Um, the yellow was a bad decision, but some people might like yellow. It doesn't show the logo very well, that's all. Uh, they've all got the same white EFTM uh, logo on it. It doesn't say EFTM in big font. It's just the EFTM kind of stylized logo with the words EFTM.com underneath in very small print. So it's not a, it's not awful. It's like it's huge branding for you. Anyway, um, there's been some discussion in the Man Cave on the Facebook group, the Man Cave, about pricing. I have taken that guidance and we'll make a decision shortly. Um, but I'm just really excited. They're cool. And you know, I did I, somewhere in this office, I bought some air tags. Bought like I bought twelve, but I had to give four away to my mother-in-law because um, I was told to. Um, so I thought I, I got the other eight. What I'm going to do is the first. I don't know. Eight. Let's work that out. So I've got eight air tags. I'm going to say the first forty orders. I'm going to randomly drop an air tag into the bag with eight of the orders randomly. So 40 different key rings are ordered. Eight of them are going to come with an air tag. Pretty good deal, I reckon. Pretty good odds. Bit of fun. Bit of uh, incentive. Um, and I'll try and make sure if you order more than one, you don't have the chance of getting to. It takes. Ah, oh, it should be random. Let's see what happens. Um, anyway, so they've literally just arrived, so don't go looking for them on the website. They're not there yet. Give me a couple of days. We'll put them up on the website. All right. Excited. Pumped. That's cool. All right, Saturday of Origin tomorrow night uh, or tonight, if you listen to this in the Two Blokes Talking Tech feed, go to the Queenslanders. Um, thanks for your company. Lovely to be with you this week, and we'll do it all again next week, and I'll hopefully share some of those fun videos I've found off my VHS tapes. Sadly, I threw a lot of them away. I'm really sad now. I'm really annoyed that I threw so many away. But you have to do these things when you're in a new relationship slash marriage slash small apartment and you don't have boxes and boxes of space. Which is annoying because now I do. i got all this space. Where's all my tapes? Anyway, it's all good. It's all good. I've got some good stuff here. I've got some good stuff here. Anyway, if you want to get in touch, go to the website. You know the deal, eftm.com. Click us. Trev, lovely to be with you. Let's do it all again next week. Mm-hmm.